Hey, Beer Avengers. We're starting a new tradition for us, and one I don't relish starting. My personal favorite podcast, the one I've learned a lot from, and the one I base a lot of my approach to podcasting, is WTF with Mark Marin. I know it probably sounds strange that an alcohol-based podcast with three regular hosts is influenced by a podcast with a single host who is famously sober has anything in common with each other, but it's true. And every time a guest of WTF dies, Mark re-releases their episode with a new introduction. You can probably see where this is going. We lost our first beer venger a little over a week ago. You knew him as Father Brown Stout. And I'm inaugurating a tradition that I hope will be invoked rarely. Beer vengers will be ceremoniously unmasked in death. His name was Glenn Stoops. He was my father. We made references to him periodically, especially when I was visiting him at his home in Dayton, Ohio. And just under a year ago, he and I and four other beer vengers went on a beer trip across Belgium and Germany. We had more trips planned. I'm saddened and angry that this was our last trip together. But I couldn't have asked for a better one to be our unplanned swan song. Shortly afterward, the six of us got together for an episode to recount our journeys and to officially welcome Father Brown Stout and Triple, always the Triple, into the Beer Vengerverse. That is what you're about to hear. So, wherever you are, raise a glass, literally, figuratively, or whatever your version is, to the memory of Father Brown Stout, a.k.a. Glenn Stoops. That is all for now. Hope to reconnect with you all in happier times. And join us to celebrate his memory with this re-release of the Beer Avengers European Vacation, Volume 1. Well, with the beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brown Stout. And coming to you from the uptown side of Fresno, California, this is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And coming to you from the other side of an undisclosed location in the Fresno, it is I, Cider Girl. And we are... The the Beer... Avengers! Y'all... I don't know. I thought it was one of the best ones I've heard lately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 we've never done it like that before. Let's just it's like it's, a postmodern uh, un- take on what the Beer Avengers. I mean, are. you might even call it unprecedented. That's true. Well, it's about to be unprecedented in here, I think, Captain. Oh Ray. yeah, there are a lot of unprecedented things happening. Welcome back. I know we've been uh, gone for a while. We've been busy, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. But before we get to any of that, I want to introduce our two guest Beer Avengers to be tonight. Ooh. I mean, actually, in many ways, they're already beer vengers, but uh, you kind of have to go through the the thing here to to. I don't know. It's 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 a it's part of the ritual. Uh, so welcome, uh, Glenn Stoops, and the man who I just learned from the New York Times crossword puzzle today. His name background is also a citrus fruit. Emil Angelica, welcome, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Pleased to be here. Great. 
Um, so yeah, so we mentioned on the last one that uh, we were uh, we were all going to be going on a little trip together, and uh, all the Beer Avengers who are on the Beer Avengers European vacation are here to give you an account of all of that. But first, uh, uh, well, I mean, we've got origin stories to happen. Uh, but before we do any of that, it's not really a Beer Avengers episode until we get to the pores, right, guys? Great hey. idea. I'd like to go first if I could. You like? You, I'm sure you would. Uh, because that's. Sometimes, it's typical of you. Sometimes what you want to do isn't what you're going to do. Okay? Fine. Okay. That's a good life he, lesson. Yeah, it is. Always wants to go first. I, he does. He does. Well, it's okay. Senator Girl, I'm sure you're well aware of this. <laughs> but we have uh, two guests tonight. I know. Uh, so it's always polite to let the guests go first, but uh, how, how do we determine which, which guest goes first? Oh, me, 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 me. <laughs> I think that's how we determine. I think go. that you know, honestly, <laughs> that was it was pretty simple. I like that. Uh, I like that. I, I know, Beer Wonder. I, I I know you're usually arbiter of of politeness, but I uh, as much as I appreciate Glenn's enthusiasm. Yes, uh, Glenn has actually been on the show before. I believe oh. it was episode thirty four. Oh. Made a cameo appearance. So mm. Emil is the newer guest. So Whoa. I mean, am I, I am I? Is that is that am I am I am I have you taught me am I am I am I, has, I the, has the pupil exceeded this this I mean you know what I'm saying yes oh oh dear grasshopper captain you have learned from the young wonder well done yeah. yes I do think uh, Emil I think you are up first for our course today so what okay. have you brought to share so I have brought a tripel oh lovely uh, that is a Belgium made one mm -hmm. and it's Carmelite is mm -hmm. the name of the uh brewery mm. nice mm. and Beautiful. now i'm gonna pour it into okay. this glass. oh you've already opened it well you're oh, ahead of the okay. game pretty good yeah very nice oh dear oh okay it's got that beautiful caramel color that i would expect it's caramel light right that would make sense that would that's uh perfect uh yep really subtle head Ooh, yeah you didn't even have to take the glass much no no very good a little cloudy now, but i'm digging it yeah it is a little cloudy um it is, uh, yeah. It it looks good. It looks very good. Now, do I get to drink it here, or do we? I wait till every. I mean, you can pours. get started as long as you save some for a group toast in a bit. Okay. But, uh, well, I'm going to try try a sip, and I'll let you know. Okay. Can we can we see that uh, that bottle one more time? Yeah. Hold that up right next to that glass so we can see. Hold them oh, right yeah. together. There we are. Oh, oh nicely done. It's beautiful. Oh. Lovely. Very traditionalist can art or bottle art. I yeah. guess is what we're calling yeah. this. Excellent. All right. Well, no, Glenn, we made you wait. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's your turn. It was hard. I have here a brown ale from 50 West. Ooh. Oh, that's uh, near Cincinnati, right? Ooh, lift yeah. that up so we can see it. Yeah, lift, lift, it up lift the high. glass up just a little bit higher. Oh, there Ooh. we go. Oh, what a lovely color. Good head growth on that one. Nice and foamy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice mug. This is a crystal mug from my friend Lori. Excellent. Gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. Ooh. Yeah. And hold that can next to it as well. Let's take a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. There we go. Ooh. That looks delicious. 50 yeah. West, like the road sign. I love it. Mm. Exactly. And that deliberately so, but we can get into that story a little bit. All right. So now, now that we finally got this, uh, so I, 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 I'm, do I, do, do I, am I officially the arbiter now or do you want to weigh in on this beer wonder? No, I think uh, Cider Girl will be next. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that because... seemed that seemed reasonable. If we're going in, if we're going in order of uh, of attendance on the shows, yeah, Cider Girl does need to does need to rep. Well, I'm super excited about this. Uh, I don't remember much of our trip uh, 
because of all the, all the beer. But I do remember that we stopped by Deril. Uh, see, I can't even say it. <laughs> Delirium. Wow. Uh, we did stop by this brewery on our trip. It was an incredible experience. And this is the red, mm. which I believe, if I'm right, is going to have notes of cherry. Oh, yes. Now, did you find that in California? I did find this in California. Excellent. Yeah. And in, oh, an imagine glass. In appropriate glassware, we should mention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, always. Or right. plasticware. <laughs> yeah, this is and this is this is actually the first time Cider Girl has had a beer on the show. So that's true. That's a that's a momentous in and of itself. It looks Gorgeous. like look at that. It looks yeah. red, red, red. Mm -hmm. nice foamy head there look Perfect at that floor. there we go yeah oh my gosh that's gorgeous yep so this is the delirium red it is uh not their most famous of their uh creations but we tried it and it was the first beer i ever said you know what that's okay there we go. <laughs> that's okay. That's a ringing endorsement. I do feel like this is a step in insider girls' growth. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing, Huck. You were so excited, and I burst your bubble earlier, which is really my job around here. So you're very like, good at it. Yeah. You. Let's do it. I got a beer up from up from uh, up from uh, Washington, a Seattle area. This is uh, Fremont Brewing. This is called Head Full of Fresh Hops. Mm. It is a fresh hop hazy ipa so fresh hops uh are uh beers are made with hops that uh were on the vine less than 48 hours ago as oh. it were when the, when you start so they're actually this is made with fresh hops and i figured uh out west this is the place to get them and uh, we're lucky enough to get this here in fresno so let's take a look at what it looks like I'm seeing a nice oh i'm getting like a grapefruit look here real hazy oh, yeah very hazy it's pretty Oh, very so dry hopping with wet hops. Uh, wow, uh, uh, it's interesting. Uh, that's a gorgeous foamy head there. Really I'm wondering is. how long that's going to stick around. Mm. All right, very good. Mm. Does it smell fruity? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a nice citrusy nose, citrus hops. Excellent. Mm hmm. I'm digging it. Um, now you guys got to fight it out. I know. Or you could just one of you could just say, "I'm having a beer now." Captain. Well, you oh, know, right. let me if I okay. get my Miss Manners book out. Cider girl, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I feel like often you you would say that you know, like the elders go first. Oh, I see. I see. You All know, right. so it might right. be since, since I'm since after we, I I am the between the two that are left, I am the default elder. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't ordinarily be the case in this room, but now I am. True. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so uh, I uh, I actually have with me a uh, uh, to no no one's surprise in particular. I have a. Uh, Sponsored pour. That's right. A it's sponsored a, pour. A sponsored pour from the Beer and Cheese Collective uh, in Astoria, Queens. I uh, and also I should say I went there recently, and Sarah uh, picked this out for me. Rig uh, Lefevre, who was on our show just a few months back, uh, they are unfortunately, fortunately for them, unfortunately for us, moving upstate. So Sarah is our new contact there, and she, she I told her that we would do, wanted to do something. Uh, for our Belgium trip. So she got me, this is a, actually a Chicago beer, or oh. Niles, I think is the name of the city in uh, uh, Illinois, but is from Un Anne Brewery that specializes in Belgian beers. And this is their uh, Quad Abbey Ale. Quad. Oh. Whoa. Oh, so yeah, so what, I, what I, I, I see your triple and I raise you a quad. Yeah, I know. I, I It's got to be what, 11%, 10%? 11%, yes. 11%, yeah. 
So here we go in my beer and cheese collective glass. By the way, that's at 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard. Oh, that little spot. My gosh, yeah. this is like, it's, it's somewhere between a brown mm. ale and that tripel that we were seeing. Yeah, it sure is. Mm. Oh, the nice. tripel's a lot Right up lighter. to the edge of the glass there. It certainly is, but this is, uh, here we go. Gorgeous. Simple can art. All right. Well, I am, uh, while you are all traveling far and wide, I am. Oh, keeping... I thought we were going to toast. Sorry. I, I... No, one more. One more pour. Yeah, I know. Six people. This takes a while. Puck. Um, <laughs> I keep it. it. I'm keeping it nice and close to home uh, in the County of Kings within walking distance of my undisclosed location from our dear friends at Wild East. I'm drinking their Punk Lullaby West Coast IPA, keeping it bi-coastal. Um, let's check this bad boy out. Um, Love Wild I, East. I know. This one is uh, a, a freshie too. I picked it up recently. So let's check it out. Oh, yes, that nice uh, hazy uh, texture to it there. Mm-hmm. Good and hazy. Oh, nice head. You can see that darkness coming in oh, that West Coast. Yeah, uh, yeah, now it is more West Coast. Yeah. yeah. It definitely has a West Coast look to it. And it definitely has a West Coast smell to it. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trading my my beaches on the East Coast to my pine forests of the Pacific Northwest with this guy. Excellent. All right, everyone raise a glass. All right. There we are. Cheers, Beer Avengers. Beer Avengers. Beer Avengers. Cheers. 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 Or Prost. Prost. That's true. Did we ever learn what they say in Belgium? <laughs> I did ask somebody once. I feel, yeah, I feel there was, yeah, a, there was a period we, where we, we were We did learn, to... but we didn't remember. Okay. That's what happens we when you're drinking. Didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> when you're drinking and you're asking these questions, unless you're taking notes, <clears throat> which I think some of us did. I, I, I don't I, Some of us, I mean, not me, but. Uh, yeah, my notes stopped on day two. Yeah, because we <laughs> no, were having I, I, so much fun. Yes. I did uh, uh, chart our beers and untapped, so I'll be able to help out a little anyway. Oh, good. It got a little hazy by the end. Uh, I get a hazy. Uh, this is a uh, nice hazy uh, IPA. Uh, yeah. Got a very, uh, the fresh hops. I mean, I mean, if you told me it was fresh, if you didn't tell me it was fresh hop, I might not know. But I now that I do know, I, I can detect that a little bit. It's, mm. It does have a more organic kind of uh, well, flavor to it. And, you know, it's great. It's a very fresh, hazy IPA. Nice on the tongue. Uh, got a real uh, kind of little bitterness at the finish, mm. but not too much. And nice uh, citrusy tones. It's right on. Hops are from Washington State, right? Oh, yeah. Yakima Valley. Yeah. I don't so, have a name of the hops on this, but it was 24 hours, actually, not 48 hours, oh, 24 wow. hours. So wow. they don't dry out. You know, they're put in uh, wet. Right away. Yeah. Right so... Away. So, we were lucky so, enough to go on a hop farm on our adventure, and uh, we actually learned all about the processing of hops. And it's interesting to think that they just bust those open and, and make beer. Yeah, beer right off the vine. Yeah, right, or the vine, I should say. Theirs is an extensive processing that they do over weeks or months, it sounded like. But it starts like in like an 18 day window, have, right? Isn't yeah, that 18 have, days they, when they can? Exactly. Yeah. 18 days for harvesting. Yeah. yeah. And but, the thing that blew my mind and uh, was that, what is it? That we were told, I think it's like five minutes. Is that what you remember? Of uh, five yes. minutes of a hop grower's time goes into any beer that you drink minimum? Drink. Yes. So yes. you must enjoy your beer. Yes. Yes. And, and thank them while you're drinking. <laughs> thank you. So I got to know, I've never had a quad. Is it? very different than the tripel in terms of taste 
Because uh, I know the double doesn't taste like a tripel. I would say it's closer to a double than a tripel. Uh, oh, I would, I mean, just because it it has like, I, I feel like the tripels are generally lighter in color, and in color this is similar to a, a double. Um, and it, uh, it, I mean, I certainly have those those fruity taste to it. A little bit boozy. I feel like sometimes in the tripel, the boozy notes are stronger than the fruit. Yeah, um, I, that's what I agree with you on that. Yeah, th this one has a little bit more sweetness to it. Uh, I also to hop around to our no pun intended <laughs> to our different uh, locations that we went to. Uh, we were we were specified. I just noticed on the can it says it's a quad Abbey Ale. Uh, remember the speech we got about the Abbey Ales? That is not a holy ale. It is an Abbey Ale. Correct. Uh, we, had a right. guy, we had a guy right. who made it a point that these are Abbey Ales, not Holy Ales, and and sticking to this Un Ane, uh, brewing in out of Niles, Illinois, since 2013, uh, is a quad Abbey Ale. So yeah, it's uh, and it's uh, I, but I also really it's it's very full bodied, and it's going to be this is going to be a nice sipping uh, beer. Well, I feel like from the quad, we should check in on the tripel and see how that is tasting. Yeah, it's uh, it is um, it is fruity. It is also, as you said, boozy, and maybe that's the part I like. And it's complex. <laughs> I think uh, it kind of goes. It kind of has different kind of as as you start. It's fruity to start, and then it gets a little. Um, I don't know. It mellows out a little, and then gets a little boozy at the end and I like the aftertaste. So other than that, it's a great beer. <laughs> How is that uh, 50 West uh, Brown working out? It's it's ex excellent. It's uh it's it's a good 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 brown taste and it's uh it's closer to a stout than an ale. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. I get that. Cider girl. Mm -hmm. You're drinking a beer. This yeah. is unprecedented yep. in the history of beer vendors, at least recorded times. How, uh, how, it, did this, it, how did this happen? Yeah, so um, we were experimenting with the Creek style beers, if I'm saying that right, which sure. are beers that are very popular in Belgium and Germany, yeah, uh, where we were, were, yeah. were visiting. Um, and they really have a, ch a cherry forward flavor, but there's quite a variety from the sort of Lambic one um, that was just mentioned, uh, which have a lower uh, alcohol um, ABV, and they um, they almost just taste like you're drinking uh, cherry cough syrup for lack of a better explanation, <laughs> but in a good way, in a good way. The best yeah. cherry, you know, very sweet, very light. Um, you know, it's almost just like you're having a cherry soda and you could just drink them all day long, um, which isn't recommended because they do have alcohol in them. Yeah. Uh, and then when we went to delirium, he, the person who was helping us and he, he was pouring all these wonderful different beers. And he said, well, the red is really like that. It's a, it's a cherry beer. And so my ears perked up and I was like, well, I'll try it, you know, and it is, it is different. Uh, it, it definitely still has the hoppiness to it. And which is the thing that I don't care for in beer. Um, so the first sip you get, you still get that hoppy piney thing that all of you like. Uh, but then after that is a beautiful, rich sour cherry flavor. Um, and so I just kind of power through, uh, and then the, the, <laughs> the after it's, so, so it, it, 
hops really on the wins front. it on the finish. Yeah. yeah, it really does. Yeah, hops on the front, cherry while you're sipping, and then cherry finish. So, okay, in your cider world, you surely had some cherry ciders, haven't you? I, I mm. certainly have. Yeah, um, I've had some excellent cherry ones, some great uh, cranberry ones. Um, I'm trying to think. Docs uh, in New York makes some great different flavored cherries. Um, in California makes some really good cherries. What's nice about the Belgium and German ones that we tried uh, that were beers rather than ciders is they um, they didn't stray too far. You could still tell that 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 they came from a beer mm -hmm. uh, where some of the ciders are so flavored that it no longer tastes like apples and it, it completely tastes like um, the different fruits, which I don't mind. But if you really were into the flavor, you might be like, oh, this is, we lost the apple flavor, right? Um, so I think the German and Belgians have found an interesting blend of, of putting the cherry in uh, while still uh, giving you some beer. Interesting sidelight on that. Out of curiosity, I Googled Creek and Dayton. Uh-huh. If anything's nearby. And something came up out of Dayton, Oregon. And I'm wondering... Uh -huh. You, you said you found a creek from Oregon, and I'm wondering if that's that's where it would be. Oh, uh, the one I had uh, was uh, from Freem, P-F-R-I-E-M, uh, in Hood River, Oregon. I had an oak-aged uh, creek from there, so I don't know if it's if that's in the uh, area. I, but... I don't know where Dayton, Oregon is, but that's yeah. Hood River Valley. Big state. Yeah, there's uh, a lot going on there. Yeah. So, you know... Uh, people out there, if you're interested in trying a beer, but you're not 100% behind beer flavor, I would recommend this uh, Delirium Red. It's a nice uh, compromise. I must say, I barely <laughs> remember the, the trying the Delirium Red. We went so deep into the I will. Delirium well, family over there. Yeah, I think he opened 11 different, or he offered <laughs> yeah. 11 different kinds of uh, yeah. It beer. Was that sounds right. It was it incredible. Did, it did feel like every time we would just sort of casually ask about something, another bottle would show up. And I, let's also remember that I believe it was like 11.45 a.m. when all of yes. this started, if yes. I recall correctly. Yeah. And we don't know when it ended. <laughs> I do no. recommend um, if you're starting at 11 o'clock in the morning, have a good breakfast. That, that is very good advice. <laughs> that was That was a good learning. Um, we well, had a I, very, very full day after we, yeah. the delirium too, as well. So, yeah, geez. we had a lot of good breakfast, though. Mm -hmm. yeah, That's true, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. We slept really. on the bus a lot too. I think. <laughs> That's Wait, how you balance hey, everything. Hey. I don't well, think I ever fell asleep on the bus. Oof! I know I, know I did. I know I did. Oh yeah, I'm sleepy just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I haven't really checked in with uh, Huck or Beer Wonders beers. Uh, how uh, how are those? What you know, what's going on there? Well, I did jump in at the beginning, but I will add that uh, this is made with two row pale uh, barley, uh, white wheat, and rolled oats. Got some mm. rolled oats in here, giving it the oats. color oh. and that that smoothness. And the hops are fresh mosaic hops. Oh, nice and fresh. HBC 586 hops. Oh, that that old chestnut. You know, right that there. old chestnut. <laughs> I was pretty sure that's what it was. But you really can. You, that's where you get. I'm getting a lot of that tropical from the uh, from the mosaic hops. But yeah, the, the freshness, it is a bit different. Yeah. And uh, I, I really quite dig it. And though I didn't actually realize this was a hazy. So they must mm. do dry hopping as well. But it's mm. not mentioned here that they do that. 
Interesting. Uh, but it says highly citrus forward, predominantly orange and grapefruit with tropicals, pines, and grassy notes. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Good stuff. I'll uh, and that, that's all I'll say about that. Moving well, on. I was going to say, uh, Huck, I'm also living that mosaic life with this punk lullaby because this one is living that mosaic and Eureka hops life because oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's how that works. That's how you do that. Um, the description I read described it as orange marmalade. I'm going to question the marmalade character. I definitely <laughs> get the orange. Like I would not spread it on toast. Okay. I think that's the line I would draw. I would peel it. You, know, you have to get the segments out. You have to peel off the little membrane and just go with the actual orange rind. Yeah, gotta get rid of that. It's not quite there, right? Um, but uh, so definitely that. There's a definite resin character. It's pretty kind of weirdly like dry. It's got this like caramelly finish. It doesn't hit me with too much of the burn that you're used to with hops, just kind of like a little sweet ending. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe the word we're using is quaffable. Yeah, yeah, quaffable, quaffable, and a a a, a, a certainly respectable seven percent alcohol by volume. So, yeah, yeah. and that, uh, I love Wild East. I've been wearing my Wild East hat out here because I don't know if you guys know this. I lost my tilted barn hat. What in on Munich. the trip? Oh, in Munich. Yeah, in Munich. Oh, that's the very last area. Huh? The very last day, I lost my hat. Where? I was trying to rush back to the hotel for some reason. Oh. And uh, on the way, I was getting warm. So I took my hat off and I stuffed it in my pocket. But I mm. guess I didn't stuff it well Whoa. enough. Yeah. Oh, you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That, that, well, when you drink a lot of beer, that happens. But um, mm. this beer felt particularly appropriate because um, while we drank a lot of good beer, a lot of excellent German and Belgian style beers and traditional beers, um, my last beer while we were in Europe was a European take on an IPA. Yeah. That was meant to be an American style IPA, a little bit West Coasty. And spoiler alert, I may have sampled this beer once before, but this is a beer that actually reminds me a lot of that last beer that I drank when we went to uh, Bavaria's take on an American craft beer bar. Yeah. So I it was a nice it place. It was the lovely place. It really was. And um, what's interesting, when we went to that place, it made me realize. Why isn't this on a tour? Why wouldn't one of these new craft breweries should mm -hmm. be on a beer tour? So it continues to make me think we should put together our own. Uh, oh, yes, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, uh, extend European the podcast beer. into beer, your, beer tourism. I mean, here's the, we, we, have, we have enough people who have dealt with that in this crew that I think we could honestly make that work. But that's yeah, a discussion so. for off the air. Yeah, we'll yes, do that. Yes. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, I do have I mean, a traditional German outfit now. So oh. I have the outfit to go along with the tour guiding if we need it. Right. There we go. Perfect. All right. Well, we've uh, I think we've gotten all the tasting notes uh, and we've talked a little bit about the trip and we're going to get to more of that. But we do have two new beer vendors on uh, on the show today. So I think it's uh, it's time to get to an uh you triggered it captain you triggered yeah it. yeah I, I i did uh so uh and uh and, and i guess keeping along with the whole idea we have two origin stories to be told one has been here before so i think uh probably uh emil's origin story has to go first doesn't it that seems about right all right all right okay so um Staying with the theme of Trippel, yeah, I have three origin stories. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is why you said we might have to make this a three-parter beer one. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. I was prepared for this. So, uh, 
so my uh, a little context. I grew up in um, in in a place called West New York, New Jersey, which is right on the Hudson, uh, across from just about Forty Second Street. There used to be a ferry that went over, <clears throat> and my mother was born in Germany, and uh, I was the firstborn, and uh, we lived in the same house as my grandparents in New Jersey. So there was three generations in the house. And while I was, when I was born, uh, my mother was breastfeeding and it was the uh, tradition in Germany to have breastfeeding mothers drink brown ale. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, well, now you do. And I think there are multiple reasons for that. Uh, mm. If they are anxious, it reduces some of the anxiety. It's extremely nutritious, mm. right? And uh, it causes the baby to sleep well. Oh my gosh! So, uh, so again, trip tripel, right? So three oh reasons to do it. So uh, uh, my first uh, beers would have been uh, mother's milk. Let's there you go. It. Okay. Uh, uh, so when we when we air this, maybe we should add a disclaimer. Of, like <laughs> this is not necessarily a doctor's advice. I mean, I think that's why we get the parental advisory warning on the show. We, we have that already. So I think four out of five beer vengers recommend. Well, I, I I will point out that following in that tradition, when Ethan was born, mm. I got brown ales for Marion. Okay. Okay. Uh, she only liked the Guinness, though. So she <laughs> drank Guinness while Ethan was. Uh, uh, this explains so much, doesn't it? It does. It does. Oh, gosh. Right? Oh, so, uh, oh. so we followed that same tradition. So that's story number one. Story okay. number two. I, I do. I want to step back because since we just said your names and, and various things, we should point out that, that, that Emil is Beer Wonder's father. And yes. Glenn is my father. We didn't actually ever say we, that. At we never. Point. We did. We didn't and, cover uh, that. Yeah. And and we should provide context. That's why that that dun, story. Dun, dun, dun. I know. All right. And yes. It, it's important. Hophead Huck, not my father. Oh yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up too. <laughs> Got it. All right. So yes. Any other any so. other relationships we have to make clear, or is that? Uh, I mean, okay, the, the night is young but so far. <laughs> we'll see. This is only the first beer. All right. So uh, story number two is uh, my grandfather, uh, the German grandfather, I lived in uh, their house. And uh, when he came home from work, he, would, he, he worked in a factory. And when he came home from work, he would uh, have me take his shoes off. And so I would, uh, I had this, I was about six or seven at this time. And I would uh, take his shoes off and he would hand me a small pail that he had a galvanized pail. And he'd say to me, I want you to go to Al's bar, get a pail of beer and two cigars. So I would go to Al's bar, give him the pail, say I need two cigars and put it on my grandfather's tab. <laughs> and he would fill the pail and it had a little wooden top to it. It was a, it wasn't a huge pail. It was a you know, maybe a, a liter or a liter and a half, something like that. And uh, I would take the pail with the two cigars, and on my way home, 
as a six or seven year old, what would you do with that pail? <laughs> you would a little taste. swing it oh. and oh, okay. see if you could not spill anything, right? <laughs> While you were swinging it. And then occasionally when you spilled it a little, you would taste it, right? Oh, yeah, okay. So that's story number two. Can we? I think that I think that pail is the early version of a growler. Yeah, I love that the pail of beer, and this was in West New York, right in West New York, two two blocks from where we lived. There was this bar, and you could do that. Also, uh, just another warning: please don't give give this as something for your six year old to do nowadays. Yeah, I think this is generally frowned upon. Now, can we clarify around like what decade we're talking here? So we're talking about uh, 51, 52, All right. somewhere, gotcha. somewhere <laughs> like that. So oh, yeah, so the, the statute of limitations. Or, or 52, the... 53, actually, okay. 52, gotcha. 53. I mean, should we just put a general thing like maybe we're not telling you, to, I'm, I'm not going to say don't do this at home, but a lot <laughs> of the things that we talk about on this show, I, I, uh, I, it, whether you do it at home, we're not, we're not telling any, we're, this is not an advice show. I do what you want at home. I, do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. And who's going to fill about a freedom? Who's going to fill a pail of beer these days? That's mm. true. For you, not, not when we have growlers with a sealed top. Sealed no. top. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Exactly. Right. Because you had to drink it fast. Pail you brought it home beer. and you drank it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Now my third beer story is Trapel right. is um, uh, my uncle, my grandfather's son, my mother's brother, Uncle Bill, uh, had, a, had a farm, uh, kind of a, a, a farm that he went to strictly to do hunting in Pennsylvania. So uh, what he did, one, one day when I was 13, he stopped by our house and said, I'm going to take Emil hunting. <laughs> and uh, so my mother had a apparently arranged this without telling me. And so I went in this car and we headed off uh, to go hunting, at, you know, and I'd never shot a gun or knew what a gun was or thought about hunting, frankly, uh, living in New Jersey in right on the Hudson River. So, right. so uh, my uncle uh, says, before we go, I've got to swing by the liquor store because I'm running a little low uh, on liquor at the farm. So we go to this uh, off sale liquor store. So there's no bar there. It's not a, it's not an on sale uh, store. And we go to this liquor store and he says, you know, I need some rye. I need some uh, uh, Canadian club and uh, I, I need a, a case of Budweiser. Case. So uh, he, he says, put it, have the guy put it in my car. So while the the helper is putting it in the car. He says, and while we're here, give me and, and him a Budweiser. And the guy says, well, I can't give you guys a beer in, the, in this liquor store. And uh, he said, and besides, he's a kid. I'll lose my license. And my uncle, of course, not willing to take no for an answer, said, ha, give him a beer. And uh, so to avoid a shouting match in a fight in the store, uh, the guy just popped two Budweiser's and handed us each one. I, of course, was mortified. <laughs> and uh, 
was uh, decided the only way I'm going to get out of here fast is if I chug it. Oh, okay. So Naturally. I drank, I drank a the response. Budweiser as fast as I could mm. so I could get out of there uh, and not be mortified. So that's my third origin. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice that all your origin stories have the running theme of underage drinking. I, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, just... uh, so yeah, the kids out there, you know, uh, do, do like, oh, well, like, like Hawk said, do whatever you want. Uh, but uh, we're not. Uh, That's great. We're not, yeah. we're... Well, I do want to ask, though, so because um, having grown up in a household with you, you know, that kind of thing, um, you know, you I, was it the fact that your first beer was a Budweiser that all of a sudden you had a taste because the first beers I remember showing up in the house were Sam Adams. Yeah, oh. yeah. Which we've talked about as being, I mean, you know, that's there's an age difference here. Um, but uh, but the the first beers I remember were Sam Adams. So you had kind of eschewed this unfortunate Budweiser experience, at least once I showed up. Well, yeah, well, you know, in those days, there weren't as many craft beer available, uh, certainly not in uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis. Uh, there weren't as many available. And so, uh, you know, I went to what was available, which at the time was Sam Adams, that was nationally distributed. Uh, and then eventually, you know, we got to uh, more more and more craft beers. Now, you, you, you know, you fall over them when you leave the house. Yeah. So well, we are living in the, the golden place. age of American beer. It, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And wonderful. And wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Right. Oh, uh, thank do we you need for any sharing. more connect? Do we need any more connective tissue, or shall we move on to the uh, the next story? I mean, well, this this was the earliest. I feel like this origin story takes us all the way back. Uh, I don't know that we've had an origin story that has taken us back to birth. Um, yeah, that was really. <laughs> which which really it's nice. almost entirely focused on on an illegal drinking so it's it's uh or, or pre-legal drinking well, or whatever well, you want to call it well you got to remember uh italian and german are the two parts of my family and we were i got wine at the age of seven at the table yeah. oh, there you go yeah that makes so, sense yeah it's just these puritanical americans we just need oh, to sure. catch All up right. and i think it's important to note he he grew up to be a very fine individual. That's a very smart well, guy. Well, yes. Yes. You know, as, as far as we know. <laughs> so Cider Girl says, "Do what 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 Emil did, because then you will grow up to be a good person." So <laughs> yes. Cider Girl says, "Do everything," despite her parental warnings. Like, uh, he he wasn't driving. He never had to drive. I it's never drove. No, my That's uncle, true. my uncle drove. He was the mm, one drinking well, and driving. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that's a wonderful segue to our next uh, origin story. Origin story. Captain, you have to you have to give us some warning before you trigger it. Okay. I, I'm it's very, sorry. It's, it's, uh, it's very. Can we get a content warning here? Okay. Yeah, my warning, ears please. hurt. Yeah. It's uh, uh, all right. So I think oh. I think yeah, we need to hear the origin story of uh, of 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 Glenn. Uh, I know, I know that uh, I've had a number of beers with you over the last, uh, you know, small number of years, but I don't know how your beer journey got started. Mm, yeah. Basically, mine, mine is, uh, is much less exciting than anything Emil has to offer. My, my beer origin story, really, I'm, as you know, I'm Father Brownstout and Captain Brownstout is my son. And... Uh, Really, it's only been about five years ago that he started working on my palate and training me to, to be a beer drinker and, and a beer appreciator. Ah. 
Well, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go to push back a little bit there because I I do remember about six years ago. Wait a minute, this was the summer of 2016. So yeah, six years ago uh, that I we were in Austin, Texas for a family wedding, and we specifically went to a place where you used to drink beer in college in Austin. Yeah, no question about that. Stoltz's Beer Garden. Yeah. One of the oldest, are, they claim to be the oldest brewery or the, the oldest uh, bar or maybe even the oldest company in the state of Texas. Yeah. Schultz's Beer Garden does go back a long way. And I, I agree. I insist that if we're going to Austin, we got to go to Schultz's Beer Garden. Yes. And it was still there. It's still there. Absolutely. And uh, we had a fine time. The waitress even gave me six or eight uh, pride stickers for my, uh, for my car. And for... It just happened to be the weekend of the pride parade in Austin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, in New York, we have ours at the end of June. This was, uh, was it, was it like uh, Labor Day August. weekend? It was, it was late August. Yeah. Close to Labor Day. Okay. Week. Cause that's when I got busted for driving 83 on the way home. So yeah. as a youngster, what were the what types of beers would you have at Schultz's? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I have no idea what it was, but I remember riding, being driven all the way home to Georgetown, which is 20 miles away where my roommate lived, with my head out the window. And uh it, it was it was very cool. And it was, I think it was winter. And uh yeah, the, the head out the window felt very good. I felt very canine, I guess. But uh, I've been there. You've been there, yes, indeed. But uh, but yeah, that that was a, I I agree that was a formative uh, occasion, and uh, I, it took me sixty years to get back again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Schultz's Beer Garden is uh, is a landmark in Austin. It wasn't easy to find. In the meantime, what 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 would you have uh, uh, for like if you were getting a, a go to a bar with your with your wife and you would have a drink or? We didn't go to bars. <laughs> yeah, she was she was not much of a drinker. Uh, I do recall that when we were growing up, dinner there would be occasionally times when you would have uh, you know your family come in and you'd go out and get some Michelob, uh, and and there may, there would be enough to there would always be enough to have there. Uh, for to share with your family members and then a couple weeks later when you were mowing the lawn there'd still be some Michelobes left there for that it warmed up yeah yeah um, I mean there were also uh, days of Boone's Farm uh, wine as well oh no yes. kidding oh yeah oh yeah these are the California years when we were wild and crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's right you had roots in the in the uh, central California absolutely yeah Monterey Peninsula and uh yeah that yeah that is true but uh oh and there was one there's one beer party that we were invited to a couple uh hippie wannabes that i worked with they they had an open house with a keg of beer invited everybody all their friends and the, everybody in the office and the only the only the only three people that showed up were me my wife and my my baby son <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with a keg and, a and, keg, so, and did so. he drink from the keg too i wasn't watching 
Captain. I'm picturing, I'm picturing the up. captain crawling up on you know, the top do, of the do you have a new yeah. Do you have a new origin story now, Captain? Hey, you know, maybe you know it's uh, it's 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 not confirmed, but it's not. No one's no one's here to deny it either. All right, right. I so you're saying your modern uh, conversion has uh, has been had a lot to do with uh, your, your, your your captain's uh, bringing yeah. you to the um... captain's guidance for the last five years. Now we sure. know he loves the he loves the dark beers, and your name is Father Brownstout. So would you land on? Yeah, we we land we landed on the uh, the Brownstouts fairly quickly, uh, and uh, uh, I I know that. Sour beer is good, but sweet beer is better. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. There, there is a family resemblance certainly between the two of you guys in your in your styles. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I mean, do you tend to to lean towards a? I mean, you did bring a lovely brown ale for us this evening, but sure. do you tend towards a darker beer? Will you eschew a hoppy beer? Like, where? What's what's your taste level hit on? Um, I don't go out of my way for hops. Okay. As, as I say, it's uh, perfectly acceptable to have sour tasting beer, but I like the sweet. I've had, <laughs> I have to admit, I've had some very delightful chocolate beers. Mm. Okay. Almost tastes like chocolate. I mean, chocolate sundae. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard to turn down. <laughs> nice uh, dessert beers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... And I, I I have a taste for Creek as well. So, yes, that's right. That last night we were at that uh, bar in uh, Munich. You and Cider Girl both had the uh, that uh, that Belgian uh, the Lindemans oh. Creek there. Lindemans Creek, yeah, yeah. I knew I'd seen that name. That that showed up when I was googling Creek as well. Yeah. And I mean that that was I mean that what's what's the place in Cincinnati that sort of sounds like Lindemans? Oh, uh, Listerman's. Listerman's, yeah. Oh, yeah, good brewery. Very good. Brewery. Really good. So we've been to Listerman's, Cincinnati, but and Lindemann's is Belgium, right? Lindemann's yes. is Belgium. Yeah, I think I was confused the night we were there. I think I might have said it was England, but it is. Uh, it's definitely Belgium. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if I yeah, recall, we... you had a cherry beer the very first on our very first. Uh, oh, beer. In yeah, <laughs> along with, along with the famous mussels. Oh, oh yeah. dear! We shouldn't Ooh, talk yeah. about the maybe, muscles. Maybe we don't. We won't talk too much. Maybe about we the don't muscles. talk about that one. That was an unfortunate <laughs> incident right. with muscles. Yeah. Um, uh, we we have a dis we that. have a distinct family resemblance here between the Brown Stouts, right? We understand there's a connection. And well, I mean, as far as as far as what we like, yes. Yeah. Sure. sure. It is and, and and essentially like that is how so because I'm I'm noticing that we we've, we've revealed a name here. And we I think have. It's, impo it's important to acknowledge that there has that there has been a naming ceremony. This There's is another to... unprecedented thing. Usually, we use the show to name people, but since we've spent so much time with these new beer vengers, well, the father uh, has been named before. Well, yeah, we named him like a year ago. Uh, but yes, that is that is that is very true. Uh, oh, actually, Dad, we can't see the back of your shirt the way you just you said. Gotta you go have to lower. Kneel down a little bit. There oh, we. There go. you go. There yeah. you are. There you go. <laughs> It's uh, we'll have to include that one on. Uh, he just turned around and showed the back of his beer Avengers shirt. We all have our names on the back of our beer Avengers shirts. Father Brown. Uh, not as well, dramatic in an audio podcast, but uh, we'll do what we can <laughs> to get a screenshot of that. Uh, but yes, yes, we we actually did name both new beer Avengers 
uh, both a year ago and while we were here. So that, that that's that's something we're not going to be doing so much on this episode. But yes, uh, it just seemed natural that if I'm Captain Porter Brownstaff, that he's Father Brownstaff. Yeah. Um, so uh, so uh, unless unless anyone else uh, out there in the Beer Vengerverse hears this and thinks he should have another name, we're not actually going to change it, but we'd love to hear what your alternate names are for him. <laughs> we won't change it, but you know. we definitely won't. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we love you and we respect you and uh, and and call us. Um, I, I don't know. That sounded very needy there for a moment. Um, but anyway, so but so then I guess should we then move on to the other uh, naming uh, situation? Well, I wanted to, I just wanted to acknowledge we have a family resemblance. We have two family resemblances here and, and the Brownstouts have, have a deep connection. And, and I do want to, to mention that, you know, yes, Emil and I do have a, a beer based connection and, uh, but, but the Wonder family, we are a, we are a wandering family uh, where, where we don't necessarily show our connection in our naming. And while initially I think uh, we did have a beer based connection uh, because both da Emil, dad and I um, are, um, IPA lovers. Okay. Um, we we had we had initially had some discussions around uh, IPA based names, right? I believe early on we we had, we'd had we'd had some discussions around perhaps being the IPM. IPE, yeah. IPE, yes. Yeah. IPE. Something along something along those lines. But but during the trip, there was a, a mild conversion experience that happened, and I feel this like was it the Havman Brewery, yes. 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 So I wanted to find out, like, talk to us about how this naming circumstance occurred, because it does feel like it's an important part of your, I'm going to trigger it again, aren't I? Origin story! Origin story! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. So sorry, everybody. Sorry. As, as I remember, uh, which we were, sh we were splitting. We each had two samples at that uh brewery i don't know and, how many samples we had we had a, like well, a pile had, of tickets where we well, there were a bunch of tickets yeah uh, we didn't use all of them they but were, um, some left on one on you uh, yeah. but uh ethan and i went up and we each got uh one and then we went and i went back in to get two to get the second ones and uh the bartender who was not very loquacious the first that is time very true. That's a, that's a kind him. way to, you, to describe him. Yeah, talk to him, and he wouldn't say anything. Right? Rather and brusque. Yes. Re very brusque. I'm here to pour beer, and that's it. So uh, he was uh, going to pour me the beer, and I had asked for a tripel, and I said to him, "So, what's your favorite beer?" And he became loquacious at that moment and said, "Tripel." <laughs> always a tripel <laughs> and handed me the sample and that was it he wasn't going to say any more after that no. so i came back and told you all my experience and i said it like it was bond james bond mm -hmm. tripel <laughs> always tripel yeah always a tripel so always how i a how i remember it is um I was doing my best to get him to crack a smile <laughs> and I couldn't get, I couldn't get even a half of a, the yeah. mouth up, you know, thank you. Oh my goodness. We're having so much. I couldn't get anything out of him so that you got a, what I will call a sentence yeah. out of him was, was remarkable. Yeah. Well, he hadn't said anything to me the first time. I even asked him two questions the first time he didn't answer either one, but it's when I said, what's your favorite beer? 
that I think it was a question that was personal mm-hmm. and he felt he needed to respond, ah. to especially given his predilection for trapels. <laughs> well, when the, uh, when you had, we had the discussion with, with cider girl and then you were like, I'm going to get a reaction out of him. And you went up yes. and <laughs> made it your mission <laughs> and well done. And it became legendary. So legendary that it seems that you may have adopted it as your Avenger. Could be, could be. All right. So yes, it's it's a it's a mouthful, but Trapel, always a Trapel. Now part of T A A T. I don't know how I will how I know he'd want to abbreviate that one. Tot. Tot. I think you have you have to say tot with two A's. No, I've started adopting since I've come back from our journey. I've adopted just calling it a triple. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's said both ways. The yeah. only reason I say it that way is that's how he said it to me. He did say it to you that way. He, he did say it to me that way. Otherwise, I would have said triple. Yeah. In fact, I probably said I'll have a triple when I spoke to him. And right. he then said tripel. Tripel. So tripel. maybe it is. Maybe he was correcting tripel. my pronunciation and yeah. not saying which beer he liked. But so I should go back to said. calling it a tripel again. Maybe. Maybe. Absolutely. Now, now you know that it's tripels have three. Or it says on all of all of them that it's a three grain beer, but that's uh-huh. not necessarily where it gets the name triple or tripel. No, it it is part of the range from single, double, triple, quadruple, and they just increase in alcohol right. as you go up. And, and in the so, aging process, right? Yeah. In the aging process. So it, it and the tripels are always in the eight to nine percent range, yeah. whereas the quads are typically around eleven, and the doubles are less, but still pretty high. I, I, I still, feel like I've seen doubles around like seven or eight. Yeah, <laughs> and and since this was in a bottle, it's probably nine because okay. it continues to. Right? Yeah, it seems, that, that ferment, sounds reasonable. Yeah. So, anyway, that's well, the story, you, and I'm sticking to it. Excellent. Uh, you know, yeah, it's inf- I, I think we got around, we we found ourselves saying Trapel because one of our other beer Avengers is the uh, your friendly neighborhood Trapel man, and that's he right. insists on pronouncing it that way. So that that got me trained to call it Trapel, but I think there's nothing wrong with calling it a triple. Um, I I, th- I agree. I don't know. The Trapel man might come after you for that. <laughs> What's that? Two of the people on the tour were triples. Well, that, not- well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they, yes, yes. Don and Deb can certainly pronounce their last name however they want to. That's, exactly. that's, that's, it's, you know, they can drink whatever they want. Yes. That was actually their last name was triple. It, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. That's true. And nothing so we were, to do with what they were drinking. No. I was no. calling Don uh, the triple Don. Yes, which I think was a great name for him. Uh, yeah, the trip, trip, triple dawn, or what we talked. Well, I, I suggested triple down at one point. We dr- we tried to name all of our <laughs> fellow tour people uh, uh, names. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We were a little less successful than we might have liked to be, but we we definitely got some good ones. Well, uh, at one point, I, one 
Oh, sorry. Cider Girl, please. Well, I just wanted to give a shout out in case any of them are listening. They were yeah. such a great part of the yeah, tour. They sure Absolutely. were. Uh, they were good sports. And by the end of the tour, we're singing the Beer Avenger theme song with us. So, yeah, you know, you got to you got to give it up to our tour guide and our, our fellow travelers. Oh, wonderful yeah. people. Man, there's because so much. To, yeah, there were six of us and there were six other people on the tour who didn't and know what they were seven getting if into. you count the guide yeah that's right yes uh it and and you know there's so much to talk about it. i'm starting to feel that maybe i mean should we guys should we do a two-part episode about this i think so but what i'd love to hear from is from the the two new beer avengers if there was a top number one peak experience that they had while we were out on the field oh that's 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 very good yeah i want to hear nice. this yeah. should we start with um the father brown stout other brown yes i received my membership shirt at the side by the sides of the lake in brew and that's that, right our welcome dinner that first night that had to be the highlight <laughs> that's really wonderful thank you that's delightful yes all right yeah. well, tripel always a tripel what was there a peak well, experience for you yeah I, you know that's a it's a tough one because i had three of them uh and, and so uh, just like your origin story oh my gosh yeah. it's a tradition here we favorite uh the hop farm was uh phenomenal from my point of view oh yeah uh the belgian dinner that we had where we made dinner in this oh, woman's yeah. home oh in, in brussels yeah, and, yeah uh, excuse great. me in brussels yeah, yeah. No. no it's belgium i can yeah, be so more yeah. i can be more specific than both belgium <laughs> and uh and uh, uh, the third was actually the tour of the Delirium uh, uh, Brewery, which was 100% automated. <laughs> no, it wasn't uh, 100%. Well, right. Come on, we saw, we saw people working the line there. Not it a was, lot, not a lot. Yeah, but no, we did it. We did, we did actually ascertain. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not trying to take away from those impressive robots. They were great. But then but it was, there was actually a guy on the tour who specifically said, what's your percentage? And there was a, there were, yeah, there were, there were some people there working. So yeah, it was yeah. a high percentage of automation though, for sure. That's true. Just, just, it was. And so for me, that was phenomenal. So yeah. those are my you. three high points. It was definitely the best brewery tour I've ever, I've ever been on. Oh, was the was amazing. I don't know. And and all the beers we got to sample at it too. Mm -hmm. And that, that was that Let's was a quite forget that. Do do you have a second or third uh, Father Brown stat? Um, get, getting off the uh, the we we were actually on a on a a tourist. We were on a tour as well as drinking. Yes, that's true. That's true. We've worked on a lot of Unless things. Unless we forget. It was a summits. beer and wine tour, but yeah, there were other things besides beer and Residence wine. Residence in Würzburg. Yeah. The uh, the Golden Mirror, they called it a not not a gallery, not a restaurant. And anyhow, I Salon. The, the, the room that was completely filled on all sides of Golden Mirrors. Mm. Uh, and the tale that they told about having to put it, re, rebuild it after the war. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, they took a few shards of the golden mirrors from the rubble. And from that, plus pre-existing plans. And photographs, I think, too, and right? Yeah. Yeah. Rebuilt the entire 
Gilded Mirror Gallery over decades. And uh, it was a special project of a, uh, a US Army officer that basically devoted his life to rebuilding the castle in Würzburg. And uh, that, I keep telling everybody, it, it was, uh, I, I just couldn't believe that they had rebuilt that thing from scratch, built the thing in the first place, and then reconstructed it from scratch. That, that was that was spectacular. Yeah, that was quite something. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. It was a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the residence in Munich was bigger, but the, the one in, uh, the residence is a castle. Yes. Uh, but the, yeah, the one in Würzburg was probably well, more exciting. Even yeah, though it's kind of funny, yeah. And you know, it, they have such a uh, French is, is I mean, the, nothing against the Germans, the French, I think, have more. It's like they call theirs a chateau, mm -hmm. and uh, and in Germany, it's just a residence. residence. Z, all right. So, uh, you know, I, I, as we were saying, I think there's so much we need to do a, a two part episode, so I think we're gonna take a quick break and and come back, although you're going to wait another week at least to hear it. But yeah. but that's, that's a, so we have a lot of lot, lot more things to tell you about uh, full, uh, a, a more detailed version of, of everywhere we went. We've got more beers coming up, uh, but we want to thank Father Brown Stout and Trapel, always a Trapel, for who, as they will from now on be known no longer on the podcast. They will never be Glenn and Emil again. It's Father Brown Stout, triple always a Trapel. Um, and, uh, and so we are going to come back and, and talk about all, all the experiences we had and all the people, all the new beer vendors we've minted over the time. Uh, and, uh, if you have any, any other, uh, once again, any other questions, any other comments, uh, reach out travel to us tips. at uh, travel tips. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, business plans for us to start the beer vendors tourism, uh, organization, whatever, <laughs> uh, the beer vendors at gmail.com at the beer vendors at Facebook. Twitter still for now, depending on what, what Elon Musk does to that thing. Bye. If he starts charging us $8 a month, we're done. Uh, and then, uh, with, oh, and Instagram, at the Beer Vengers. Yeah, the grams where it's at. The, the gram is where it's at. If you're listening, honest. you know how to find us. Uh, and uh, so please do, because we, we, we want to know you care. Right? Oh, God, doing that needy thing again. Fuck. All right, anyway. Uh, any, any other final thoughts, everyone else? No, no. I was glad to spend some great time with uh, Father Brownstout and and uh, uh, Triple. 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 Uh, it was a blast, and I hope we can do it again sometime. Excellent. Great to be here. Oh, but most importantly, come back anytime. Come back anytime. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right. All right. Huck, play us out. With the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Beer Avengers. <laughs>